All right, so as we like to do on Thursdays after our draft, we like to get an an outsider's opinion on who won the draft. Yeah. Uh, Today, uh, it's Inside Out 2, M. Does it have a different name? It's Inside Out 2 right now. Inside Out 2 is Pixar's next offering. Okay. So we drafted Pixar movies. Yeah. Yeah. Ramona, have you seen most of the Pixar catalog? I heard you guys. I was listening on the okay. Yeah. So my picks were Toy Story. Yep, can't go wrong. Up. I love it. Cars. I like Cars. Slee. I don't think I've seen Cars. You're just been like, what, yeah, he said just watch the first one. Three there's cars, been three. Yeah. Just watch the first one. And That's all you need. I it's mostly about Cars. cars. Yeah. It's a belo- There's a little love story. There's <laughs> yeah. some comedy okay. in there. I know. Up is great. I love that Up one. Is awesome. Up, yeah. Up is terrific. Uh, Sleaze is Nemo, mm-hmm. Ratatouille, yeah. and A Bug's Life. Okay. Bummed I didn't yeah. get Ratatouille. That felt on brand for yeah. me. Yeah. Jorge has Coco, Wally, which I also wanted, and Luca. With Interesting. Lu- Luke, I haven't seen Wally or Luca. Luca's the only Wally one I haven't seen. You haven't seen Wally? Wally's so good. Wally's so good. I love yeah. Wally. And then M has The Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., and Inside Out. Who Inside wins? Inside Out, by the way, is a sleeper for Terrific. a third round pick. What, Terrific. Where it's a really is, good movie. Where is We Don't Talk About Bruno? No, no, no. It's not That's Disney. That's Disney. Pixar, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'll tell I you from, it was from this <laughs> look, if I was to put together a list myself. If it's just I an excuse three, to sing that song again. And that's the that's the order of picks as well. Okay. My number one There it is. Would be Coco. It's a great choice. Yeah, it really I absolutely is. It's a great love choice. Coco. It makes me cry. A really, really nice movie. My second pick would probably be Finding Nemo. Really? Yeah. Finding Nemo is great. I love great. Finding Nemo. Finding, it is great. Yeah, that Ellen DeGeneres voice you know what, fish though? is actually really good. I tried to watch it again with Danny about a year ago. Yep. It's a little scary for kids. Well, sure, little kid is lost. Yeah. Little kid but, fish. but there's like a little more to it than you're like, oh, this is more yeah. scary than I remember. Okay. Toy Story can't go wrong. Yeah, Toy Story is great. I would say of this group, I would probably go with uh, Jorge's list. It's a good list. Yeah, Even though is. I haven't seen Luca, the other two are I've strong. I've not seen Luca either. What is, what's the story with Luca, Jorge? It's a, it's a coming of age uh, story. It's uh, sea monsters. They come out to Earth and they become boys. Okay. And they, yeah, it's just yeah, a coming of fun. age. Sounds fun. Yeah, Pixar, I don't know how they do it. They just keep doing it. They, Very few they, misses. They really don't miss. Um, it's an extraordinary run for that company. Counterpoint, Cars 2. Cars 2, <laughs> yeah. No, they don't get them all Traumatized right. By we that. all thought he was taking Ratatouille. Didn't I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, Ratatouille. Yeah, it's about a chef. Yeah. But so here's what came off the board. I took Toy Story first overall. And then he had to wait. Then Nemo, Ratatouille, Coco, Wally, Incredibles, Monsters, Inc. all came off before I got a chance to pick uh, them. Yeah. That's the downside of the snake. Up route. is the one you got to sneak in there because terrific. It, yeah. They've got that little vignette at the beginning oh, where yeah. you cry about five minutes oh, into the movie. I know. And then you got that big bird jumping around, and Ed Asner's the voice, and the house is floating up on balloons. That's that's a fun movie. Mrs. um, Frederickson is in the hospital. You're like, oh boy. Yeah. This is not going to go well. This is not good. Mrs. Frederickson. That's right. That's right. We're going deep (laughs) on up. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So, this is how I explained what's going on with the Lakers with Slee. Tell me if I'm right. I'm not at a, like, what the heck is going on? It's more of a. What the heck's going on? Yeah. Is that fair? I'm yeah. a little bit more, what the heck is going on? <laughs> okay. Because the one thing, I understand they're shorthanded. Yeah. And I understand you know, there are guys, but I thought last night there was a distinct oh, lack of effort, yeah, lack of fight. They didn't yep. look yeah. like they wanted to be there, and there is no excuse for that. Yeah. None. Especially after they've had an off day. This wasn't a back-to-back. No. I mean, they had time, that, and this was an opportunity for guys to play mm. that, 
that haven't gotten to play as much. AD was out, so there was going to be some minutes. Rui was coming back. Christian People- Wood, one shot. Yeah. I know. With one shot. shot. Zero points. Yeah. That was weird. I mean, if the idea was Christian Wood's a good offense, not his rep is not a good defender. He's played pretty good deep till last night. Alpi Sangoon just ate him up. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of get scoring, get he points. was a guy that was going to get you buckets, especially yeah. when AD wasn't playing, and he, he disappeared last night. Yeah. What's your level of concern? Uh, concern. Uh, like if we're 1 to 10, I'd be at a 5 or 6. Really? You're right. that high? And the, the underlying problem is what? Uh, I think that they may have overachieved last year. I think that they may have some of the guys that had great years were all contract year guys, and there's a sort of sure. contract year bump. That of course, regression to the mean. And everybody got paid, and then now you have injuries and and guys that are sort of you know, um, the guys that are sort of like they're not they don't have that same like oh I gotta do this so I right. well, contract next we, year. We talk about it, Ramona too. Is that they were. One overtime game w- away from the Minnesota Timberwolves in the play-in yep. to be in the number eight spot, and how much different would the offseason have been if they're the number eight? They got Denver in the first round out, and they're swept. Yeah, right. Let's just say the yeah. same thing happened that they're swept, swept in the first round. We approach this uh, this offseason rather rather than you get Memphis, who Brandon Clark was out, Stephen Adams was yeah. out. They had a lot of their size out. John Morant was missing yeah. some games. The Warriors was an awful matchup for the Warriors. Just not enough size. Yeah, the they were tired from pool. that seven game series against the Kings. How much different would it? Be? Yeah, and, and I, I know that's not how it played I mean, out. Look, but if they're not playing right well, that are that are very disappointing in the Western Conference. Well, three, the Memphis Grizzlies, Sacramento Kings, and the Lakers. They're all three teams that had. Really good years last year. The Grizzlies are sort of a jaws out. Uh, they have injuries to Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark, yeah. and then a bunch of their other guys are out. But there's a sort of there's a why have they fallen off so far? They still have Desmond Bain. They still have well, they, I Marcus guess they lost. Smart they but can you attribute that yeah. mostly to, to John job? Morant? I guess. I mean, I. I mean, know, he was the he's the guy that makes that team. He's I think they player. lost. I think losing Tyus Jones really hurt them. Mm. Um, you know, the Marcus Smart for Tyus Jones, like. That looked on paper to be a great move for the Grizzlies. It did. I thought that was great. They needed an adult in the room, and yep. Marcus Smart is that guy, and he's a grinder, and he's got attitude, and he's got fight, and he's great in the middle of your defense. Uh, they let Dylan Brooks go to Houston, yeah. and Marcus Smart was the replacement. I thought yeah. that was that was a that was the right get for them. De'Aaron yeah. Fox injured for the Kings. I yeah. think that has injured a lot for to the do Kings, with their but also slow they, start. But even then, before that, they were not beating the doors off, right? Like they were Except against the Lakers. Yeah. Everybody had a shot. Everybody yeah. gets a, yeah, no, everybody. a pass on the Lakers. I mean, they um I thought the Kings were one of the healthiest teams all last year. They didn't have a, an extended absence for any of their That's stars, right. which is why they had such a good record. This year they have De'Aaron Fox is out. Like this is what happens. So but to what, me there's a sort of did they overachieve last year or is it you know or or is it just injuries and not getting the right mix? Slee's point is interesting. Had they wound up as the eighth seed yeah. and gotten swept in the first round, the roster would have been blown up. Right? There's no question. I mean, I, the whole idea was we made it to the Western Conference Finals. Now let's have some Getting continuity. swept in the first yeah. round. Yeah, we is, would have been talking about Kyrie Irving also. Getting Correct. swept in the first round is a bad season for the Lakers. Yeah. Even the way it started last year, and even though they came all the way back, like if you get It'd swept be, in the first round. We barely got in. We're and a million miles we, away. Yeah. Losing in the Western Conference Finals is, hey, we're close. Yep. 
it's the same team, the same result, sure. one game goes a little bit differently. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. What's going on here? How are you feeling about this it? This is terrible. Uh, this <laughs> mustache, mustache is like some sort I don't even, it's like not even growing in evenly. Like there's nothing is here the and then there's a little are you more there. trimming it at no, all? Like I'm to shape be it? honest, I forgot There's it was no shaping even, going on. I've not shaped. I've not That's trimmed. Nice. I'm just trying to notice. get a little bit of scrub. Is that bad that I didn't even notice it? Yes, yeah. could have been the bad. lighting. Because it's the ninth. Okay. So I don't <laughs> I know if this is going to make you feel better or worse. Yeah. Where Al's saying you didn't notice it, I can't notice anything else. Well, oh, there you go. Your eyes are just locked Your in lighting there. is different. So yeah, I, that's all I'm so seeing. So let me tell you something. I mean, you look like you should be in Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. Now, on Sunday, <laughs> I'm playing in this uh, celebrity poker tournament, okay. and a bunch of people are going to be like, a, a bunch of really big names yeah. are going to be there plus me. And <laughs> and I'm like, I, do I really want to show up with this on my face yes. when I'm playing poker with John Hamm? <laughs> yes. No. no Seriously, is he not going to stare? Is everybody not going to stare oh, and wonder? Does that guy think that looks good? Now, here's the here's maybe your escape hatch. Is that yeah. it's not July? Well, yeah, I think most people are aware of November at this point. Yeah, right? that's so true. I th I think that it's like, oh, that's got to because no one's looking at that going, yeah, he likes that. Everyone's yeah, no, going. That is a weak ass effort in oh, November. He's rolling with that stash. <laughs> he is rolling. I mean, the truth is. <laughs> probably not going to get that much thicker. No. It's probably just going to be like this. But So, like, if you shaved it before the poker tournament and then started to regrow it again the next day. When's oh, the poker tournament? Sunday. Yeah, you'd have that back by Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I not going to take much for that to this. come back. No. I think it's I'd a shave. very good point. Yeah. How are you as a poker player? I'm actually really good. I've made yeah. a couple of final, I've yeah, made two good. final tables. Um, are you a bold player or are you no. are conservative? Tight. You're tight. super tight player. Yeah. Momo's played with me. Are you Let bold, everybody Momo? else get yeah. eliminated. You are. Momo I, like to, I like to throw it around. Momo yeah. was yeah. there the night I made I'm the final table. big sack poker girl. <laughs> and I lose early or I win big. Right, Momo? Like, you were there that night I was. at Yasiel Puig's yeah, tournament. I, I did I make the final table there. Wow. Yeah. He did, me, I, I did not stay. <laughs> so you mentioned John Hamm. Yes. What, who else is in this thing? Uh... Kevin Nealon. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's like a long, uh, Kevin Pollock. Oh, wow. Uh, Brian Cranston. Yep. Uh, it's his tournament. It's to benefit uh, the Actors Fund, which okay. is helping people. Mm. We're close to a deal. Up. No, we oh, got is it deal. official? Yeah, it's, it's done. done. Oh, it's done. Okay. The strike yeah, is over. There will be celebratory parties. Uh, there are, if there anybody are many, has any money left. Many celebrities bigger than me. Shave your mustache in celebration. That there SAG after us comes And then, and then honestly, yeah. just just start regrowing it. Yeah. And like by Wednesday. And nobody will notice. Yeah, yeah, it won't really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah! Ah! Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you. See, I just I took a pause. Yeah, big, and I waited for my moment. Big pause. Big pause. So, I'm very disappointed in Morales. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Very whoa, disappointed whoa. in Morales. Yeah. He's I heard here. our Can little our little return, you know, our our intro there. Uh-huh. At no point did he mention that today is the conclusion of a fifty eight show streak. I went basically three months without taking a day off. It's a big deal. I mean it's a big deal to it's a you. Re- no, it's a record for it's me. It's a big deal. For you. It's a record. For you. For what do you mean for me? It's not a record. It's well, a record who, for you. It is your personal record. It's a PR. So it's I a personal record, matters. but does anybody else do three months without a day off? You want to get Travis back in here? Has Travis done it? He does it all the time. Three months without he a takes day off? off like two days in the entire year. Yeah, so he's the except. But I mean of the <laughs> of the He also works weekends. Of the Brian, of, how many days in a row have you worked? Every day. Yeah. Of how, the, Greg, how many days here. have you run? Oh, I work all the time, every day. Um, Momo, how many days in a row do you work? I, I take days off. Yeah. I take days off. I mean, well, I don't have a show every way, day. In the okay, last... DeAndre, how many days off do you I'm not, take? I'm not a good whoa, example. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cody, how many days in off the, do you take? In the last, eh. in the last three months, I, of the, you know, of the middays, afternoons, of all that, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of it, you. I it's won 100,000 mythical dollars. Yes, Because Ireland said there's no way I would do it. Yeah, and you lost 100, so you're basically staying. Yeah, but still, I how won much, this how particular bet. 100,000. A hundred thousand. Yeah, a hundred thousand mythical it's, dollars. It is a nice thing for you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. But it's not like a record. It, I think it is. It's a personal record. Well, everybody's got to keep track of it now. <laughs> Let's see who who has the longest streak. You know what? You need a, you need a, Travis, um, a right gold off the bat. board. Yes. You know, you need a board in That's here. That's what I'm seeking. Put a little I'm, sticker I'm every time you show I'm seeking affirmation, up. and I'm not getting it. I'm saying so let's, congratulations. Let me get you some green stars. Yes. Everybody, you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, a board, green? okay? Uh, yep. And every day that you're here, you put a green star, and every day that you're not here, you put like a yellow star. Why green? Right. So that we can see the streaks. So here's here's well, let's what I'll have a like, streak. Do you like gold or purple? Here's here's what I'll say. My rep is that I take too much vacation time, Correct. right? Correct. Yeah. That's why I did the streak. Yeah. I'm trying to change. You know this much. I, I, I'm trying to change the narrative. You're changing the narrative, yeah. and you're also. You're proving it to yourself too. Correct. That so I can like, do it. I'm in a stage now where I like, I am a total night owl. I have to get up earlier and earlier because the children wake up and I'm like, Ugh. sure, sure. Go back to bed and they're like, no. Right. I'm up. So I have to. I'm trying to change my life around. Right. Yes. Of like, okay, I am a person who gets up in the morning now, and Ooh. and I go to work out, and it's like, oh, it's horrible, but I have to do it. Yeah. Because if I don't do it, the children will be awake and running around the house with no one watching them. Right. Right. So I just have to like ha- be disciplined. You just have yeah. to. Dis- and my friend said it takes three weeks to make a habit. Yes. So this is this is now a habit. So it, like if you stay up too late, you still got to get up and go work out at eight right, o'clock. Right. You just got to do it because it's making your new now, habit. Did, uh, you did hot yoga. Today. Oh lord, yeah. That and was, I mean, within five minutes, we walk in the room and I'm like, somebody turn the air on. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Have, have you done Have you done hot oh yoga, Brian? Yes, I used to do hot yoga all the time. Brian, you look like a hot yoga guy. No way, I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just, <laughs> when I did hot yoga, I was in the best shape of my life. I oh, have did, to say, everybody there ever. does look very thin. Did you do it a lot, Brian? <laughs> oh yeah, I was doing it three times a week. Oh nice, wow. it was, it nice. Okay, let me let me let me succinctly describe the experience of hot yoga. Okay. Really freaking hot. Yes. You go in there, and you're just sweating from the moment you walk in there. Right. You do. Kind of some yoga, but mostly you just sweat because it's hot. None of the moves are really hard. Because I'll do like a real yoga class where it's not, where it's like you hold the pose and you get into flow. And right. This is more of like, 
you're just doing some sun salutations, and then there's a few little squats thrown in and a few little whatevers. Right. But it's so hot, you're sweating, like, and you feel like you're dying. Right. And at some point, the teacher has to open the door a couple times so that people actually don't die. And then yeah. at the end, he was like, oh, let's finish with some burpees. I'm like, nope. Yeah. See, I think, I it, think wasn't, it wasn't that hard. I, mean, I think finished hard. with some burpees, like, I'm going to pass out. So I, I real poses. I've got a pretty yoga for a, for a centric background, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was always taught that the turning up the heat is not the way you do it. You turn up the internal heat, and that's yeah. where the heat comes from. Um, so hot yoga, I've done a couple of times. I think it's unnatural. I think it's dangerous. I, I personally, I think, think it it's is dangerous. dangerous. To be honest, I think so, it's dangerous. I think you could totally pass out. That's how Mr. Big died, and, and just like that, he died in a hot just yoga like class. Well, in the show. In the Sex and the City reboot? It was a hot oh. yoga. I thought he was it on was a Peloton. After he, oh, you're right. He was on a Peloton. You're right. It was after the Peloton. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm That's why up. Greg doesn't ride his Peloton. It was yeah. because so I was what, worried about Mr. Big. You, Mr. Big. you <laughs> thought you were going to be the next um, Mr. Big. Well, I think that to me it you was- You know where my Peloton's going? Sorry. Where? Oh, sorry, Mom. Are you donating? I'm donating it to somebody. Who? It's being donated to Chris Morales. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. That's amazing. So is he going to pick up the payments? He's good. No, I'm going to- it's a gift. It's, it's being figured out. It's you a still have to gift? pay for that it's thing. Be, yes, I do. I still have like. God, it's like a car. For. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> God, it's like I, you signed the lease. Like Sixty-five dollars a month. Well, oh my God. Morales needs. He needs something to. Yeah, him and Cappy are going to do it. So he has. I just told him. I want to see Morales out how to get in a hot yoga class. Can you imagine Morales in a hot yoga class? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, that was hard. I did just a, a puddle class. In That's the what I did. Class. It was sculpt. Oh, it was so hard. It was hard. It was I definitely thought it was hard. But there was a lot of squatting terrible. and a lot of you know they, yeah. they turned Warrior Two into like oh let's get some weights and do some stuff while right, you're in the Warrior right. Two. But like it was not. I go to yoga to breathe and relax and find right. your center and all that sure. stretch. This was more like let's go to a sauna and yeah. stretch a little. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to do a lot of stuff today. I've okay. got, you know, I always have this really long sheet of topics and all that. Stuff. Today, I want to get to some of them since I'm out Is that tomorrow the sheet? and Monday. I don't think I've ever seen the sheet. No, there's oh, it's a, on your, yeah, it's on a sheet your on my laptop. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the Lakers. That was just a garbage <sighs> performance last night. Uh, no effort, uh, no energy. Looked like they didn't want to be there. I understand their guys hurt. Um, Rui came back and looked good, but they're yeah. still playing. Uh, without Jared Vanderbilt and uh, without Jackson Hayes and obviously last night without Anthony Davis. And I understand potentially losing the game. I don't understand a lack of effort, uh, which is what I saw last night. It's inexcusable, Momo. Yeah, I thought it was pretty um, – I thought it was pretty um... – uninspired you know what they look like is uh houston gets up for the lakers every time yep okay and emo doka their new coach is a very good defensive coach mm -hmm. christian wood has been through houston so a lot of those guys know him and he put you know he they know his what to do to stop him clearly they stopped him last clearly. night clearly and i thought that um i thought that lebron needed some help and but but very quickly like they put the clamps on the lakers defensively and the and and the Lakers just never recover. And I don't know if you want to focus on how ba how bad the Lakers' offense was or how bad the Lakers' defense. Well, was. I think it's the defense. Because to me, to give up that many points, they to gave a, up a hundred points in three quarters. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's they, there's just no there's no excuse for that. There's yeah. not there's no excuse. And by the way, here's a sneak preview of coming attractions. Anthony Davis is going to miss other games this year. Yeah. Is this what you're going to look like when Anthony Davis doesn't play? The idea is let's build a core that can carry us when Anthony Davis or 
potentially yeah. LeBron James misses a game. This core does not look like yeah. it's going to win games. No, and they they don't have any identity yet. Right. That's, that's what it. Last year, I thought they forged an identity pretty quickly, and I don't know if it was just everybody after they traded Westbrook had a, had this collective, collective sigh relief. of relief. Yeah. yeah, and and maybe that's how they bonded. Of like, okay, let's get LeBron. LeBron got his record. Russ is gone. We have all the 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 elephant has left the room, right? And now they can come together, and they got all those new guys, and and it was funny because. A lot of people got into the new guys because Vanderbilt had a big game early, and I think Malik Beasley hit a bunch of threes early, and um, D'Lo had a couple of good games in there. But for the most part, the guys who ended up stepping up and playing really well last year towards the end were the guys they already had. I think Rui was really the only new guy who— Well, I thought Vanderbilt brought— uh, for portions defense of it. and yeah. rebounding. He's not yeah. an offensive player, but he defense and rebound. Yeah. Yeah, By the way, they are getting games. so clocked on the boards right now. I know. It is just a joke. Last night, I got the numbers here somewhere. The numbers for the rebounding are just ridiculous. Um, While you're looking for that, Vanderbilt in the playoffs was he was on Steph all the time. And like they he won was the, good. He was good in that series. In the in next that, series, he didn't. Well, do yeah, much. It, against yeah. against uh, against Denver, he was he was played yeah. off the court. He yeah. couldn't even yeah. play couldn't anymore play. at that point. Uh, uh, by I think the way, against the, the Warriors, he was really the good numbers great. are they were out rebounded fifty seven thirty four last night. Fifty seven thirty four. That's a joke. And here's the thing, Momo. I mean this this stat is floating around. If you're a Lakers fan, you know it by now. But through eight games now, the Lakers have been outscored. Scored by quarter. 74 points in the first quarter. That is the worst margin through eight games in NBA history. Yeah. Minus 74 oh. in the first quarter. Now, what can explain that except a lack of energy to yeah. start games? Um, I think they don't have the right starters. I think D'Lo's probably should come off the bench. You right? do? Yeah, he should be a six-man uh, um, as a microwave How would you guy. reconfigure the lineup? Well, look. Okay, LeBron needs the ball. Sure. Austin Reeves needs the ball. Yes. D'Lo needs the ball. Mm-hmm. You have three guys in the starting lineup who need the ball. Yeah. Doesn't work like that. Just can't they can't play like that. So you, you would need to move... have a real point guard. Like the reason why things worked last year is because I I I'm gonna say this and it's gonna sound funny to say it out loud, but okay. I really think they missed Dennis Schroeder. I think that dude was tough as nails last year. He played on that ankle all year. Remember when he was playing and like you're sure. like, how did his did he not break his ankle? Let alone. He, Still playing on it. I think that guy gave him some character. He was feisty defensively, and I think he 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 organized the offense when LeBron needed him to. He did enough of that. Um, we haven't seen anything from Gabe Vincent yet. Really, he hasn't done yeah, much. Injured. He's been hurt. Yep. Yeah. You know, so I they you, Austin Reeves was supposed to be kind of an organizer. Hasn't been there yet. No. Yep. So I don't know if, if, if D'Lo or Austin need to go to the bench, but probably one of them does. They're counting on probably Vincent to do what. Schroeder did. Well, yeah, that was the sort of direct replacement. That was the replacement. Yeah. I think the idea was Gabe is a better shooter. Well, he's so, like one for twenty from three right now. Yeah, but the well, idea. He went into the season hurt, then he played. Oh, a couple I know, games, I know, but he is. Again. It's not yeah. a lie yeah. that he's like one for yeah. fifteen yeah. He's or shooting seven percent. Yeah, seven. Yes, seven percent. And by <laughs> the way, do you think any of this can be put on to Darvin Ham? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, he's the coach. Right, because all this is just, you can't be losing every single first quarter by no. double-digit points. that means points you're not ready to go. And giving up over 30 points every single first quarter. Well, we remember in the last, the, the Denver series, D'Lo got played off the court, right? Yeah. He got played out of the starting lineup, and it was it was a big deal. You know, it was, he didn't like that. I think he thought it was a, uh, a front to his talent and he was not happy about it and I think they were worried about losing him in terms of his buy-in yeah. if they didn't start him so 
I understand why Darwin is starting him. The idea is, well, it, you got He's like a little bit like Russ, right? Like you got to you got to start him because it's a it's an ego thing. Yep. But when he was an All Star in Brooklyn, he came off the bench, right? Like that was his role. He was a six man guy. Yep. Him and Spencer Dinwiddie were really good together. I, I think he's got um, that he should kind of run his own show. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for him to do what he does playing alongside LeBron because when he's out there with LeBron, he's just a shooter. Right. He's like a catch-and-shoot guy. He's great at it. He's got a really good shooter, sure. but that's not his game. Right. Um, got to give him the keys. We are going to circle back to the Lakers all day day long because last night is a game that uh, kind of pissed me off I know it was hard to watch it was just really to be really honest I like drove home um in the at the end of the third quarter because I was like this is stupid yeah and then I watched the end of it and I was like this is stupid why yeah. am I watching this yeah I turned it off yeah I turned it off <laughs> I was just like I went when the guys started coming out who I didn't recognize oh, no, I was just like the nuggets and warriors are playing in a little some bit of the, some of those guys, some of those guys at the end I was like Hmm. Who is that? Where'd that guy come from? Yeah, I Castleton. Saw them in the- Who is yeah, that? No, Castleton. Who is Castleton? <laughs> um, all right, so we're doing Fifth Row Fridays this week. Yeah. And we have got a pair of tickets in the fifth row for Lakers Blazers next week. Here's how you win. Something we said on Monday, something we said on Tuesday, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. There will be a question from each day. If you can answer all five tomorrow at 3.30, you Get fifth row tickets. It's all presented by BBGo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Please pay attention to everything. Uh, all right, coming up next, does Shohei Otani already know where he's going? Oh. We'll do that coming up next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Look alive, Momo. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever drank so much water and fluids after a class ever i've, oh, I've right? had like five of these today wow well, i mean good. we're just you sweating the whole it. time yeah. yeah and then at one point i just took the, the the cold towel and just put it over my head the whole i was like it's too hot in here <laughs> open the door do you do wheel pose uh no i don't it's too hard on my knees what yeah. is wheel pose it's wheel kind of like a bridge backwards yeah is where you're like this and you I really like the. You're, you're like this. You're on the ground and you lift yourself like this. I like I like yoga. I like hard. yoga mace. I can't do that one. What's that? I like yoga mace. Yeah, yoga mace is a good guy. Yeah, he's much mellower than really? radio mace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so fifty-eight days straight mace. Fifty-eight straight days exactly. <laughs> fifty-eight straight shows. What would impress you, Greg? Like, what would impress you if Steve did that? What like every show for one year? Ooh, well, yeah, no. I mean, nobody is yeah, going to no. do that. Brian and I do it. Yeah, but... Uh, but what's the difference? Yeah. What's the, what's really the difference? Oh, you really want to well, know what the difference is? It's a big is? difference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Here, I mean, you're, are, getting, you, he's moving are you thinking share. up he's topics said, and, and... Yes. You know what the difference is? Presenting them and being entertaining? Yes. The difference is that there is... I, this is a fun job. It's a goofy yeah. job. It's a weird job. It's also it's hard to be this pumped up every yeah, yeah, single day. Okay. Yeah, I'm like this is I'm shot out of I'm like two quad espressos to the moon right now. <laughs> right, right. So and it's hard to do that every yeah. single day to get it up is. to do that. And you need to like I'm gonna go soaking yeah. hot water for a few days. <laughs> soaking hot water. I am. Yeah, good. Soaking I mean, hot water. Yeah, I'm good. going you to a spa relax. place and relax and come back and you'll be on fire. On yeah. fire. And that'll exactly. be great. Yeah, wonderful. I'm I sorry get- I'm missing the golf tournament tomorrow. 
I know. That's going to stink. I'm going down there. Are okay. you? Yeah, it's, it's a black me, gold Morales, tomorrow? Cappy, Lindsay. Yeah. yeah, it's a black gold. Nice. Is there a party that's going to feel a little bit bad that the streak will be over? Like, do you feel like, oh, maybe I could just do one? It's like when no, you're on a diet. I, I don't. I don't. No, you're no. good. No, already Juan says you're stupid. You should have taken a day <laughs> off in the middle of this thing. Nobody should do it that long. Uh, hey, Thursday Night Football is a new home. It's the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Resort and Casino. You can join producer Lindsay and the 710 Fun and Games Department tomorrow for a party, party, oh, party, giving away 1000 bucks every Thursday night. That is tomorrow. Uh, that's tonight. I'm sorry. That's tonight. 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 At the Yamava uh, uh, 909 Sports Bar, uh, win cash and watch football from 4 to 7 tonight. So there's going to be tons of speculation about Shohei Otani over the next few months. Uh, it's I'm, I'm so into every piece of news. So this is from our friend Buster Olney. Okay. Buster knows Super things. Super reliable source. He says that a friend of Otani told him he believes Otani already knows where he wants to sign. He'll go through the process, standing back as his agent negotiates and, and negotiates and works to goose the final numbers, but in the end, Otani will drive this thing. So maybe the bidding doesn't matter that much as long as the team he wants to play for steps up with a decent offer, and my guess is that'll be the Dodgers. So... Otani Whoa, may, there's a lot in there. So Otani may I already know. I had to listen to every word. Yeah, Otani may already know. He so may the, have made my up his guess mind. is Buster's guess. Yep. But not the friend's guess. Okay, tell me. Is that well did read that again? Okay. A friend of Otani told him he believes Otani already knows where he wants to sign. Okay. He'll go through the process. Uh, but maybe the bidding doesn't matter that much as long as the team he wants to play for steps up with a decent offer, and my guess is that'll be the Dodgers. Okay, so the part that the friend told him is that Otani, he thinks Otani already knows Already he made wants up to go. his mind, yeah. But not the commentary at the end. That's Buster. That's, well... Buster well, is guessing. He's he's guessing based on this friend, but he says Whoa. that the offers may not be as important I, I get because it. it's I, like, I'm going there. No, no, I understand what they're saying. I'm just saying what's being attributed to the friend and what is Buster's analysis. Uh, the friend says he knows where he wants to sign. That's the that's the friend. And the rest of it is Buster saying, and my guess is. Yes. Okay, because that's, that's key. Yeah. Do you ever say that moment? Like if you maybe know something, yeah. you say, all the time. my guess is. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's what Buster. Yeah, did. I know. I wouldn't say that if I did, wasn't pretty sure. Right. So, oh. <laughs> like, if I'm a reporter, it's I would not be for like, sure, but I'm guessing. Yeah. So I'll throw this. What do you think? <laughs> that's the way. Guessing. Yeah. Kylie McDaniel, who's a writer for Baseball Insider for ESPN, used to write for us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, well, I'm reading an article from us. Okay, so he writes for us. Then he writes for us. You said Baseball Insider. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think the he projects Otani's contract? What do you think he's I think he will be the first $500 million player. Bergman? Yeah, that's probably still going to get six. Oh! Yeah, he's still going to. He's projecting 10 years, 520. Ooh. So $52 million a year. I like that it's 10 years. Yeah, I, I for some reason. I mean, I, I wish think, it would be shorter, but I. For some I, reason, I think he's going to push for 12. Didn't 12? Judge get 12? Yeah, 12. Yeah, uh, somebody, did, Bryce did 13, I think. Someone did 13, 13 someone did 12. Mookie got 12. 12. Yeah. So he may push for... How old is Otani? 29. So it'd be 41. Oh, no, if he did 12. Yeah, that takes. that's a lot of dead money at the end. You hope I don't for like 10. that. Uh, so the second most valuable contract on the market, again, according to ESPN's Kylie McDaniel, is 
uh, the pitcher from Japan, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Okay. He is he's only 25. He's project, projecting 7 years, 212 million dollars. Oh, for a guy who's never played in the for majors. For a 30 million dollar annual average. Is he value. that good? He is that good. Well, but we I think, but I, there's I, a lot of players who've come over and we think they're going to be great and they're not. I I mean, I seriously, there well, like last year Cody Senga came over he was and was good. with the Mets. He was actually really good. Pretty good. Really pretty good. good. Really good. He's got the ball that the one yeah. pitch that disappears. I know, he's good. Who's the outfielder you, uh, from um, Chicago? I, I don't know. That was, I mean, he didn't play, he's not playing anymore, right? Was the oh, no, he was the outfielder last year. Yeah. 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 About. Uh, Chicago, but in, in the end, here's here's my question Suzuki. No. no Let me look catcher it up. Named I'm looking Suzuki. it up. I got you. Um, here's, here's my question The Dodgers are definitely in on Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Say a Suzuki. There it is. See, I wasn't oh, making that up. Yeah, yeah, no, you're on it. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew <laughs> Friedman. Andrew Friedman has never given a seven-year contract to a pitcher. I know. And I don't think that's going to change. I don't think he believes in long-term contracts for starting pitchers. I'm How trying old to remember are most starters when they get that level of a deal, though. Well, let's see. Because usually, I think the starters who are in line for the big deal. Are, my, are closer to 30. And you're saying this guy's 24, 25? 25. Yeah, uh, this is, so this is probably the comp. Garrett Cole, nine years, 324. Okay. And so, how old was he? Don't know the age. How old is he now? Don't, you can do I, the math. I, I don't okay. have his I'll birthday. Look it up. I don't know his birthday. I'm going to look it up. But Bergman, you think he'll break his rule of not giving long-term contracts and do it with a starting pitcher for next year? Yes, I do because it, it depends on the person, and I think there's some. He there was a quote somewhere I can't find it, so I don't want to say what it was. Okay. But basically, he's like, there's certain things, there's certain people that you you break your rules for, and I think this happens to be one of those guys. And and maybe if he's you don't know that for sure. The fact is, you don't have starting pitching for next year. You have you don't have anybody that you think like okay. That guy's an ace. Besides, we don't know what Walker Buehler's going to be. The five guys that started, you were starting your pitchers last year for the Dodgers? Yep. Gone. All of them are gone. Dustin May is gone. Yes. Tony Gonsolin's gone. We don't know what's going on with Clayton Kershaw, but he's not even going to get come back until the until the summer at earliest. Julio Arias is gone. Um, and then Noah Syndergaard is gone. Right. Your, your sure. first five, gone. So it's Walker Buehler coming off his second Tommy John surgery. And which, those kids. And, and Bobby and Miller and, and Emmett Sheehan and, and sure. those Pe- guys. Pepio. Pepio. And, Pepeo and yeah, but we don't know what a lot of those guys are we actually don't. going to be. We don't. So you need to go out and get somebody that you actually believe is going to be something. And I think if they, if Andrew Freeman believes Yamamoto is that guy, he's going to go get him. I will give you an unlimited number of guesses. Uh-huh. The only pitcher that Andrew Friedman has given a four-year contract to, the only starting pitcher. There's only one. Zach he did it. Not Zach Granke. Oh, no, Is he did he for Kenley Jansen. Uh, again, an unlimited number of guesses. No, no. It's going to be somebody that is not a big name. Four years, 48. Four years, 48. Oh, wait. Hold on. I might know this. Yeah, I think you might. Get, Four I'll years, get, 48 it. triggered it in my head, too. <laughs> yeah, it did. I'm trying to, now I'm trying to picture it. Brandon McCarthy. Yeah, that's what I was. Ju- I was just about to yeah, say Brandon, Brandon McCarthy. I never got that in I was right yeah, there. I said an unlimited uh, number yeah, of guesses. I was. 
So in in that place. world, like Scott Casimir signed for three, Alex Wood for two, yeah. Andrew Heaney for one, Noah Syndergaard for one. But um, they always had three or four homegrown guys that were under control. And they've, when got, they, and they've got that. Yeah, and they would fill out and they would fill out the rest of the staff with these guys on one, two, and three year deals. Right. And now, I just don't know if he is going to alter his way of doing business and say all of a sudden, yeah, I've never given out more than four years to a starting pitcher. I'll well, they probably should alter the their way of doing business because they keep losing in the playoffs. And most, of, and most of the time, the guys that you're wanting them to give big contracts to are in round 29, 30, 31. Yeah. So you don't want to give away a seven-year contract. Hey, he's 25. 25. Yeah, he's, Garrett Cole's 33. 33. Right. So not- I'm I'm looking at how old he's going to be at the end of this, okay? So he's already 33. He has five more years on this deal. When he's 38, he'll be making $36 million. Eh, I don't hate that. No. I don't hate that. And by the time that comes around, $36 million is going to be yeah, it's not that like much. $50 million now. Yeah. Or sorry, $20 million. By the way, now. Senga with the Mets signed for five years, 75. Yeah. 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 Okay. So- so I mean, five years long time. Uh, seven years really long time. Really long time. But and if, if especially if it's over two hundred million dollars, then that means that he is going to be legitimately good in the in the MLB too. Yeah. And look, I just don't know if it, they wouldn't do it if they didn't think he was actually the real deal. Right. And at twenty five, so if he does it, I fully trust. Yeah, him. I mean, I've got to trust it if he does it. The Dodgers obviously need some anchor for their starting rotation next year. Kershaw's not going to be available even if, if he... Kershaw's not going to be healthy He's not even a summer. Dodger right now. He's not even a Dodger, so you can't count on that. And, and you don't know right Walker now you just got a bunch of kids. You don't know what Walker Bueller's going to be and you don't know if, if you do get Shohei, you don't even know he's going to pitch. Right. Does he pitch in 2025? That would be the earliest. And does he pitch as well as right. he did before his second Tommy John? And he's going to be in his that 31-year-old age 32 year old age yep. i mean it's a different time i i don't know all right uh, I, I trust the 25 year old i think it's interesting that he may already know where he's going i love that that's yeah. very interesting yeah. all right uh, coming up next for you going to spin the wheel of questions momo is here in for ireland today two o'clock call today after that we'll talk some lakers at the uh at uh, two o'clock today for the uh, two o'clock call today mason ireland 710 espn This is a good question. Uh, by the way, it comes from the Circle of Trust, which I am a member of, the Cot. Los, who is the vice president of the Handsome Man community in the Cot, he asked this, would you rather have a busy morning and a slow afternoon or a slow morning and a busy yeah. afternoon? 100% busy morning. You want a busy morning? Yeah, I want a busy morning. I thought you're a night owl. I am, but I've, I'm changing. I like it because then I feel like I can relax afterwards. So you want the hard part out of the way yeah. and then mellow Like afternoon. Honestly, after I got done with hot yoga and cryo today, mm-hmm. I was driving down here and I was like, ready for a nap. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, Bergen, I'm going to sit you're, in the car and suck myself all, before you're this show. You're busy here. I am always busy here, especially in the morning. Um, I would prefer to be busy in the afternoon and not in the morning because then the afternoon goes by quickly and I can get home. Okay. And How about you? Producer in Brian? The morning. Uh, busy morning. Get it out of the way. Yeah. As soon as I get up, just get out of the way, and then I'm relaxing for the rest of the day. I get up. I'm in a bath. I'm using <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The pride of Humboldt State. I mean, aren't you in like kind of a bad mood when you get up? Do you wake up and like, oh, what a beautiful? No. no. I am. I wake up like, ugh. I am a really quiet, <sighs> yeah. sullen 
sky when I wake up in the exactly. morning. I don't want to do anything. anything. I, yeah. I lay in bed. I uh-huh. watch Get Up. I start to put together the show. Yeah. I don't have any conversations. How many times do you, do you snooze? I snooze. Get I, back under the blanket a few I times. I literally do not get out of bed, for real, until about 11 o'clock when I take Whoa. a shower. Yeah. Uh, and other than that, I do yoga for- Do you at least get up to go to the bathroom? I do yoga for 45 minutes in oh. that spell. Okay. And then I do the show, but I always prep the show in bed. So I love having a slow morning, and then I slowly get cranked up for the afternoon. Interesting. Yeah. I used to be like this. This yes. this, this was my move, too. But I, I literally, I just have to. Ch- there is no other choice. There is a five-year-old running into my room and- this stupid time change. Jesus. Right. It used to be 6.30. Now it's yeah. 5.30. Yeah, it is. And he's like, Mommy! And I'm like, oh, God. It's 5.30 in the morning? Yeah, it is. I, have I seen, hate, hate the time change. I have seen more 5.30 in the mornings on the staying up until yeah. 5.30 than I have waking up at 5.30. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like every morning, run and jump in the bed at 5.30. God. Yeah. It's like, oh, Awake early. Uh, yeah, so, no uh, choice. So, Bergman, you found... <laughs> Coming out of this, you found a quote from Andrew Friedman. We were talking about whether or not Andrew Friedman would go seven years for this ace out of Japan, Yamamoto. And what what's the quote? So the quote is, uh, if you're always rational about every free agent, you will finish third on every free agent. And thank you to Lindsay for finding the quote for me that I was trying to find. Way to go, Lindsay. Yeah. Nice. So th- I love this quote, though. If you're rational about, if you're always rational about every free agent, you will finish third on every free agent. And the way that everything happened last year, and it was so disappointing, once again, and you need pitching, they're going to be irrational. I, they should be irrational yeah. this year. But what if it comes down to... And I don't know the the budget specifics that he's mm-hmm. working with, but what if it comes down to either Otani or Yamamoto? I want Otani. I want the proven guy. Probably want Otani, but he's not. You, you can't. He doesn't think about solve it your pitching issues. It, it doesn't well, this solve year, your but he might. Issues. He might solve your pitching he issues might, next year. Might right. But I just think he. That's why I think the valuation on Otani is so interesting because until he blew out his arm. Yep. I was like, pay him whatever he wants. He's sure. worth it. He's the most valuable player in baseball, and it's not even close because he pitches and hits. Yep. And now I'm not so sure. Like, I know as a hitter, he's super valuable, and I, I think he is worth whatever he's going to get. Yep. But the reason I, you see him as a $500 million player or 600 whatever he's going to get is because he also pitches. Yeah. And when is he going to do that, and how is that going to evolve as he goes and is he going to be as good and yeah. after his second Tommy John as he was after his no. first Tommy John? All there are variables here that make it that make it really interesting. But he doesn't solve your immediate issue, which is starting pitching. So yeah, but I think they can find guys. They always find guys. Yeah, but you don't want to see. I've never been a general manager in a team, but we do. You know, when we this is this is dumb to compare this to fantasy sports. But generally speaking, you overpay for stars, right? Yes. And the team that wins each year is usually the one that picked the right stars to overpay for. Right. Like you just you're gonna overpay. You're gonna pay too much, and you're gonna feel uncomfortable doing. It. You're like, but if Mookie Betts has an amazing year, you'll be like, oh, yeah, Mookie Betts was amazing. He was right. worth it. Right. But if you overpay for Anthony Rendon, you're stuck. Like you know. the Angels. Are we going to talk about Ron Washington and Tory Tory Hunter now? No, not, not right really. now. Okay. Unless it's something that is just eh. burning a hole in your consciousness. Not really. Not yeah. really. Travis got me fired up a little bit, but okay. you know, it's okay. So this is what is amazing to me. The Raiders. Yeah. 
fired Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Now, did you read the the fake story about the ordering and the P.F. Chang's? No. And the, Tell me. Okay, so the way this story goes down, <laughs> I'm going to do it off the top of my head. And it's not real. It'll but be it, better off the top of your head. Yeah. Okay. So Josh McDaniels is a big Halloween fan. Okay. And he showed up for Halloween at the Raiders facilities in a Mark Davis costume with a little wig and all this stuff. And they ordered. That's a hell of a wig. Mark was like not cool with it. And then all of a sudden he said, well, let's order P.F. Chanks. So they order P.F. Chanks. And uh, they have a nice meal, have a nice conversation. And at the end of it, uh, Mark Davis says to Josh McDaniels, don't forget your fortune cookie. And he opens it and says, you're fired, hotshot. That's what the fortune cookie said. So this is the story that's going around. I love this story. It's, it's not like real. Two of White Lotus. No, it's not. Sure. It's not real. But it is floating around the internet now. Here's another story about Josh McDaniels. This is great. So supposedly, when he <laughs> was the head coach of the uh, Denver Broncos for a hot minute, they had a running back Less named than two years named yeah. Peyton Hillis. I remember him. Yes. Okay. Now the reports are allegedly Josh McDaniels traded Peyton Hillis because his wife thought Peyton Hillis was attractive. Oh. This is a, <laughs> another fake story. This is another story. I have no idea if it's true or not, but there are people that were in the Denver Broncos organization wow. at that time who are saying it's true. But does not matter I think they if traded him to the Browns. I do yes. think he was traded. It was traded to the Browns and he wasn't. And also there's uh, like a there's like an the interesting footnote to the Peyton Hillis story. I think he like saved people in some drowning mm-hmm. thing. Yes, he did. Kids, yeah, yeah, yeah his I think kids. It was a kid that it but Mrs. Yeah. McDaniel's was into him, so wow. he got traded. But but it doesn't matter if it's real or not. It's fully believable. Okay, so to it does this, matter if it's real. But okay, go ahead. Well, this morning, reporter. <laughs> this <laughs> morning, <laughs> on Good Morning Football, on NFL Network. Is this what you watch in bed? Uh, I did not see this. I w- usually watch Get Up. Okay. Uh, this is from Good Morning Football. It's Gerald McCoy is leading the conversation about Josh McDaniels. To both of you guys' point, Josh McDaniels was tough to play with, you know, and I uh, talked to people inside the building. It was just a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you said they celebrated and you were talking about, you know, just coming off a high. Well, how I think they're feeling, uh-huh. to quote the Phenomenal munchkins of munchkin land. Come on, let's go. Whoa. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Oh my witch, gosh. oh witch. <laughs> Ding dong, the witch, witch, witch is dead. Wow. Wake up, you sleepy head. Rub <laughs> your eyes, get out of it. Wake up, the wicked witch is dead. Oh, he is going where the goblins go. Below, below, below your hole. Let's open up and sing and ring the bells. Wake up, the merry Sing it high and sing it low. Oh, Wake man. up, the wicked witch is dead. Listen. Wow. So no, there you have it. Did that not know amazing. that song had that many words. Me either. I, I did not Me know either. any words beyond <laughs> Ding Dong the Witch is Dead. The thing about that, too, is that wasn't the first time he sang that no. song. He knew that song by heart. He didn't just learn yeah. it right before the show. That's like Ireland he knew the that Sound song. of Music. Now, I wonder yeah. when Ireland gets back, could he sing that song? We'll put him to the test. We have to put him to the test next week. Put him week. to the test. Yeah. Here's so hold what, on to that sound, man. Here's what I draw from all the stories, real or not, and Ding Dong the Witch is Dead on Good Morning Football. People just do not like Josh McDaniels. Yeah. People who played with him, people in the Except league. Except for Brady. Now they're now everybody's piling on. Oh, yeah, that's with, what happens. With these stories. It's like they're dancing on his employment grave. 
right? Are they not? Yes. Yes, they are. I mean, where's Absolutely. Tom Brady to defend him? That's like the only guy who seems... Yeah. That's why he kept getting jobs. Exactly. He's in the Raiders' front office as a part owner. Is he really? Yeah. Wait a minute, Brady's a part owner of the Raiders? Yeah. I don't know if that... I it, thought it was the Aces. Well, yeah, I, I know it's, he, it's both. No, he's a part owner of the, of the Raiders, isn't he? I don't I'm know. Not I, I'm not sure. We'll check that. He's uh, definitely a part over the aces. Tell you, uh, tell you what. Let's do this. Um, we're talking Tom about Brady the- and, and Mark Davis are collaborating on him becoming a minority owner of the Raiders franchise. Okay. All right. Yeah, but I think they talked about it. It didn't happen. I okay. It, Regar- it has to be approved by regardless, all. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. We talk some Raiders, Josh McDaniels. We talk some Rams. Uh, we talk. Well, I I have been quietly talking about the Rams around here, but we talked about the Lakers and that disastrous performance yeah, last night. The Dodgers will Andrew Friedman go to seven years on Yamamoto? Are they in it on Shohei Otani? Any nice. of that stuff is fair, and it's two o'clock called the daytime, oh which gosh. is perfect. So eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten ESPN for the two o'clock call of the day. We will do it next. Momo is in for Ireland seven ten ESPN.